This episode of Spawned is brought to you by MilkLife.com. The holiday season is about creating special moments with family and friends, and it's so easy to make real milk a part of your holiday moments with a glass of eggnog, hot cocoa for the kids, even baking your favorite holiday recipes together. And of course, leaving out a cold glass for Santa on Christmas Eve. It helps us spread the feeling of comfort, togetherness, and well-being. For recipes and ideas, visit MilkLife.com. Hello and welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner, and we are the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And on today's episode of Spawned, we are talking about making the most of the holidays. And no, that does not mean not sleeping and running around and doing every single thing on your bucket list ever in the next week. No, ma'am, it does <laughs> not. No, ma'am. And as always, we will close out our show with our Cool Picks of the Week. All right, so we know the holidays are busy. Everyone's trying to do everything. We just want to take a moment here and talk to you, our listeners, about how you can make the most. Yeah, taking a moment. It's actually very meta, Kristen, that we're taking a moment here about taking moments for ourselves. This is a stressful time. We kind of touched on that in a recent episode when we talked about the holidays. You know, this can be like hard for a lot of people if you're estranged from family or if things are tough right now or if money's tight or even if you just feel stressed about like entertaining and, you know... I think sometimes there's that like crazy Instagram envy too, right? Ugh. Where you think like, oh, that person's going skiing in Stad, and that person <laughs> looks fabulous in a bikini down in Belize, <laughs> and everyone's doing amazing. I'm things. having trouble with the food boards. You know what I mean? I see them on Instagram, and I'm going, are people really spending that much time making the food boards? I like, I put grapes in a bowl for my kids. <laughs> Do I need to like spread them out in a pattern? Well, the one person I know, <laughs> I will say, who makes the best food boards is La La Lunchbox on Instagram. I know her. She's awesome. She also happens to be like a professional. So she's like right. doing this for a living. Right. This isn't like a mom with a lot of time on her hands. But yeah, you see that stuff and you get like kind of a uh, little stressed. All we're saying <laughs> is dial it back a little bit and we're going to help you do that, right? We're going to help you really enjoy the holidays because that's what it's all about. I feel like sometimes we can get so caught up in we have to do this and we have to do that. And really, if we just take a couple steps back. Take it easy. There's lots that we can do and enjoy ourselves. So what are your suggestions here? Well, speaking of Instagram, I think unplugging is good. Yes. First of all, you are really good at it. You're much better than I am, for sure. Even though I don't get notifications, you still are really good about just putting away your phone for long periods of time. Like, sometimes I'll go, like, three, four days a week, whatever, without, like, Instagram anything. And sometimes that's kind of nice. Like, just for me, like, forget the whole being with the kids thing. If you're not thinking about capturing the moment, you're kind of living in the moment more. Yes. And I like that. I mean, there are times that I just love taking pictures and having the memories, and that's awesome. But I think if you can kind of do it without thinking about sharing it or what you'll share or how you'll share it, it's just nice to just be present. And sometimes it's easier by just putting away the camera, you know? Absolutely. Um, We had a guest on a few episodes ago that was a tech expert and talked about sacred spaces. Mm, And so if you don't feel like you can completely unplug, then you can try to unplug in certain parts or even like certain pieces of furniture. So if you're on the couch, 
you don't have your phone. Or if you're in the kitchen, you don't have your phone. And I think that is a great rule to live by, maybe for the holidays, if you're feeling like you're being inundated and you're tempted and you're being sucked into your phone. It might not be that you can put it away for a full day, but you can put it away when you're in certain parts of the house or when you're doing things with your kids. So, you know, board games. We have a rule. No phones at the table. Kristen, one brain. I was going to say the same thing. We try to have no phones at the table. And actually, our dining room table has become the board game table. Oh, fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And so it actually makes it a little easier to not have the phone. Also, because then, you know, it's someone's turn and then that person's checking their social media and everybody yells at everybody. And it's really better to just leave phones out of the equation and play board games without them. (laughs) I know. And why do you really need to check your phone? I mean, the only reason why I would have my phone with me is sometimes we get these board games and I have no idea how to play them. And so I will (laughs) Google YouTube to see. Otherwise, you don't need your phone. You're like Googling Monopoly cheats. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) How to steal from the bank without the kids noticing. But I love the idea of doing story time. Your kids are a little old for that, I guess, if you will. But mine are younger. Not entirely. Not entirely. But that's what I'm saying. Like people think 11 and 13 year olds, like I have an eight year old. People think, okay, we're off the hook. But you know what? kids love to be read to. It doesn't matter their age. They do. They love it. My sixth grader, she discovered two of her favorite books because I said, listen, I want you to read this book. And they were like, "Mm." and I pulled out John Green's The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, you read that And I sat down and I read chapter one out loud to them. And they were hooked. Thinking that Thalia was going to read it. And Sage was like, I want to read it. And she took it. Oh, that's and, awesome. And she fell in love. And I really don't think she would have if I hadn't read that first chapter to her. You know, that's such a great point because I have really reluctant readers in my home. And I have to say that when I, not just because I'm an amazing reader. No. <laughs> you are. Though. I have so much drama when I read. No, but I think it's such a great hook for folks that have reluctant readers. I know like I'm hooked in, like when I hear a podcast or even an audiobook, I'm more likely then to read read the book when I hear it. Well, so also, I love we that. don't like unfinished stories. Like no one turns off an episode I like know. six minutes in, right? It's you true. want to see what happens at the end. Great Even point. when Sons of Anarchy and the sixth season has jumped the shark and it's terrible. Like I just keep watching. So it's the same <laughs> thing with the books. Oh, and you know what? It happened again. Recently, Sage needed a new book to read for school and she was looking at and I was like, Meh. and I said, I know. <laughs> And I pulled out David Sedaris and I oh, read her the awesome. first chapter of David Sedaris' book and she flipped out. She loved it. She was so excited to read it. I was like, you're a cool 11-year-old. So anyway, it's so funny now because she goes into school and the teacher's like, so what are you reading this day? She's like, David Sedaris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm reading David Sedaris naked. Why? What do you mean? Is there a problem with that? <laughs> Is that not on the sixth grade reading list? But look, there's no way in a million years she would have ever picked up that book. So even though we talk about reading, you know, to make the most of your downtime with your kids when it comes to little kids that's an easy one like don't be so fast to discount the older ones yes absolutely and you know what it can actually help kids fall asleep I don't know about your girls but my girls love ASMR nope 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 Ah. No? I, like, just the word makes me crazy. Oh, my gosh. It. That's so funny. Well, my girls love it. I know Quinlan, in particular, my 14-year-old, really utilizes it to help her calm down and go to sleep. Oh, and so for a while, I was actually reading to her to help her go to sleep. So That's really nice. Just putting that out there. Yeah. I, my kids played those videos for me recently, and I just heard this, like, like these oh, horrible sounds. Yeah. Wait, okay, hold on. And I on. was like, I hate like, this. Can we just take a them. moment to say no? Yes. Okay. I know it's the people speaking. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't mind this, the speaking to me. I, <laughs> I really can't like. Deal. 
I don't want to hear people chewing their food in my ear. I know that some people like it. I don't. But the reading in a soothing voice. And I have to say, I read this a while ago, and I think I might have, maybe I didn't read it. Maybe I heard it on our own podcast. But I remember one of our guests, that's right, I do. She said that she would have to do her homework for a really long time late at night because she had a learning disability and it took her longer than most kids. Mm. And her mom would just sit in the room with her she didn't help her. She didn't really do anything. She just sat there. But her presence was so important to her. And it made such an impact on her. Oh, you know, I do that with my kids lately yeah, a lot, just, actually. Just be there. Well, I think just that's a good reminder there. for the holidays, too. Yes. Like, to just be together. And sometimes it's like what we say about good relationships, that you can be alone together. <laughs> like, just to be next to each other, even if you're doing different things. Even if you're doing good. different things. is so nice. Okay, so what else can we do with kids? So we're not always big bakers around our house because busy. But when I have downtime, I love it. And every time I bake with my kids, I'm like, I forgot how much I like doing yeah, this. Yeah, we should do this more. I'm the same. Like, we got phyllo dough recently. Because I was like, let's make something with phyllo dough. Like, I don't know <laughs> what it will be. Some kind of rolled phyllo dough treats with lots of calories, I'm sure. Yes. With milk, of course, because our sponsors. milk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cold milk and cookies. That is like the combo, yeah, right? Yeah, but when we cook, actually, my kids always have ideas, like, because they look at Instagram when they're not unplugged. <laughs> and they they are constantly looking at those like satisfying videos and life hacks and like baking things and they love all those like little cute food channels that do videos and so they always have ideas. It's almost like a craft. For I think them, it's fun. They've got some idea in their head of yeah. like, oh, I could make a cookie that looks like this. But you know what? That's how chefs work, right? Like they're like, I have this ingredient. What can I do with it? I love that. I think that's so much fun and it's great for creativity and it keeps them busy. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I am not above buying the like pre-made no, no, dough no. stuff oh. if I have to and just using cookie yeah, cutters not? and decorating Go and having fun but homemade from scratch that's the best one I can but like you know I can go yeah, both whatever. ways but when I have a little extra time I do like what you can homemade. now I love the idea of a gingerbread house decorating contest and I have oh. to say that we used to do that with graham crackers actually so we would make little mini graham cracker gingerbread houses oh. and then we small would have small space living yeah exactly <laughs> we, we call it the New York gingerbread house decorating <laughs> contest <laughs> The tiny so house. Funny. It should be on. And you're uh, like, and we have four subletters on the roof. <laughs> this is the Airbnb gingerbread house decorating contest. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I love that idea. I think when you can get kids active and creating, I love that because then it kind of forces me to do it. And I remember, I'm like, oh, I remember what this was like. It really forces you to slow down. I think that's great over the holidays. Yeah, I do too. And actually, I really love your tiny living gingerbread house idea, especially for those of us that feel like, oh God, no, we no, have to no, do yeah, gingerbread. It doesn't have to look like, like one a more thing on our list. Right, right. Like, yeah, again, like this does not have to be Martha Ready stuff. I think no. that's the thing is take the pressure off and just enjoy the moment. And I think that's kind of a lot of making the holidays better for me. For sure. Is not worrying about the results of anything, but just kind of being there. Even if you eat all the milk and cookies before Santa comes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all okay. It's kind of the process, right? Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So what about holiday movie watching marathon? That is our thing. I love it. I don't know about you, but we try to wait until December to get our movies going. Mm -hmm. And then once we do, it's like full speed to Christmas when it comes to holiday movies. Do you have ones that you always watch with your family? We always watch Elf. Oh, Elf same. Elf is like same. a total favorite for sure. Same here. And then I finally, Kristen, I thought about you the whole time, by the way. Yes. Sage, it turns out, loves romantic comedies. Did like she we watch saw, The Holiday? No. Oh. We saw Crazy Rich Asians and she loved it. We saw Notting Hill and she loved it. Oh. So I was like, oh. 
I know it. If you like Notting Hill, you will love... Love Actually. Love Actually. Exactly. So I watched it with her and she loved it. Now, okay, for those of our listeners who have younger kids, there are some, you know, decidedly adult moments in there, but... You know, my Week little schoolers one. are fine with it. No, she loved yeah, it. She loved it. One. She loved it. And like, it was so fun for them to also be like, Snape and McGonagall are married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like all the other characters. I know. That's funny. Like, I did the same thing when I think we had it. What on. are you guys watching? Because I want to do musicals this I year. Know. I think they'll be really into it. Uh, we watched The Grinch, not the Jim Carrey version, which kind of freaks out my kids. Sorry, we Jim. watched Yeah, we watched <laughs> the cartoon one. And we always watch Elf. I try to get my kids to watch Christmas Story, but I feel like it kind of traumatizes them a little. It's kind of funny like oh, I no. watch it and they're like that bully is mean mom and I'm like okay let's watch something oh, else <laughs> I like some of the classic animated stuff too like I love Rudolph oh yeah and I Frosty. Love Frosty the Snowman yes, same same A I Town Without like, a Santa Claus like I like all of those I don't know it's hard to break in I feel like the classics kind of you know they're classics I've yet to find a new Christmas movie other than Elf that we really love so I don't know maybe listeners will share some new movies but definitely do a movie marathon I love the idea of bringing the festivities inside yeah when I'm um, not feeling like the holiday spirit or when I'm stressed like I find just something really simple like making the house feel Christmassy or holiday-ish like actually helps put me in the mood like even just like switching out your duvet cover for something more wintry do you switch out your duvet cover I well yeah because we have like winter ones oh you're fancy now I feel like fancy I feel like I need to go find a Christmas duvet (laughs) it's a laundry (laughs) saver it's a hack. It's a life hack. It's a hack. <laughs> yeah. You don't have like wintry sheets and summery sheets? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. Okay. I'm so not a homemaker. I do. Person. I do. I have flannels. Here's the thing my husband is always warm and I'm always cold. So since I got married, I don't really do that anymore. But when I was a single lady, I did. I totally did. I had flannel sheets and in the summer, I have the cool sheets and I totally have a different blanket. But since I got married, I well, don't. It's also the colors for us. We'll have like more kind of pastel-y, like I have this pale blue one that I really like in the summer, but not so much in the winter. So we'll do that. Or listen, I know some people are fancy enough that they even like swap out their pillowcases on their couches to have like more wintry decorations or ones that say like Noel or whatever, which is, it's not something I do, but like I'll just put pine cones in a basket in the middle of the dining room table, honestly. dish towels too sometimes, like dish towels and potholders. I kind of feel like I can do. You know what I do? I, I use like the Mrs. Myers dish soap that smells like peppermint. Oh, that's or a good idea. Juniper or whatever. And like just doing the dishes feels Christmassy. There you <laughs> go. Like that. That's awesome. <laughs> It's those little things. Those are just like little things. And also, you know, my kids love decorating our front door, right? Oh, I know. Like every holiday is decoration time. Like for Halloween, they did all of the Broadway musical posters as like Halloween gory puns. So I don't know what they're going to do. I know. I'm excited to see what they're going to do for the holidays. Yeah. It's not like they do like wreaths. They'll do something like sugar skulls with Santa caps or something. (laughs) They tend to be more irreverent. Yeah. And then, you know, you could always use the elf. Oh, good idea. Well, your daughter is super artistic. Maybe we should bring her over and put her to work, like pay her to do door. Well, yeah, I wasn't saying that the elf would be on your door. I was just saying like people do the elf as a way to like be festive, I feel like. Oh, you mean the elf on the shelf? Oh, yeah, the elf on the shelf. No. Is there I any other elf? elf on the shelf person. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you meant like hanging like a Will Ferrell no, ornament. No, because, because you don't want to think about that scary elf. That's why. You're in denial. Oh, yeah, no. I don't... Eh, I, know, I know, but you know, know what? I'm sorry if I'm being scroogey. I know a lot of people like it and it's really funny for a lot of people, but for me, it's like... 
I don't know. One more thing to do. People really <laughs> get me. into it. They do. And it's enjoyable for people. And that's what matters is that exactly. you like it. Not that I like yes. it. Yes. Not that yes. I'm silently judging you from here. <laughs> For you, you your hanging your, your creepy hanging elf. Your elf from the fan or something and taking 400 <laughs> photos on Instagram. We're not judging you. <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw this idea recently, actually, and I thought this was really cute as like a craft project. Like you can just go to craft stores and get the kind of melamine plates Ooh. that you can decorate with permanent like Sharpies and oh, kind that's of a great them idea. and stuff. They have the little kits. Yeah. And then have kids do um, Santa plates oh, to leave out each year. Fun. Isn't that a cute idea? I like even if they just decorate their own holiday plate and then they get to like eat off of it all holiday and then you know christmas eve they can leave out like the cookies and the milk do you do the thing where you like leave out the extra milk in a separate small cup for the reindeer um, we don't care about the reindeer <laughs> we feel like they're That's good enough animal cruelty they're, they're good hungry. to they're good to go i mean they're good this is their job and <laughs> um, we leave them carrots and then we leave santa cookies and milk oh. always yeah for some reason we always did like a small That's glass nice. and like a small cookie on the side for the reindeer i'm curious to hear what other people i hope people will email us can we just break take a little break and say email us spawned at cool picks.com and let us know or tweet us i would love to know what you leave out for santa and his reindeer are you like Kristen and clearly just deny them like think they're like camels and that they can last <laughs> their whole long flight and don't need sustenance or are you like liz and feel like that they need a little sustenance they need their own milk and, you know whichever adults in the house might wake up in the middle of the night and need to help them consume the milk and the cookies you know I'm yes just saying. absolutely there's a good thing okay so what else can we do i'm already feeling festive. We're only, you know, a couple tips in here and I'm already feeling a little happier about the holidays. Okay, so here's a good one. And this one is hard for me. I don't know if this is hard for you. But when you're in New York, especially in an apartment, getting outside is an ordeal. It's not just like opening the door and you're outside. No, like this is like, true. And I have to say and put out your stuff and lock the door and go downstairs yeah, and yeah, no, no, it and is. another door. And I feel bad forever thinking like it was easy. And I remember the first time I came up to see you. Now that was it was the summer. I think it was warm when I came to see you. But I remember coming to visit you when Thalia was a tiny baby and it was like such a big deal for you to get from your apartment to like the sidewalk. I remember it was like with a dog and a baby. Oh my goodness. And the stroller (laughs) and getting down the elevator and going down the steps and then you had to find the ramp. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is no joke to get outside. So I am the suburban mom. We are tough stock. Yes. City gals. Yes, you are. Um, I tend to get like a little homebody-ish. Like there are sometimes in the winter where I'm like, it's been two days and I literally have not stepped outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, that can happen. Yeah. Because we don't have to go outside. To yeah, you don't have meal. to. Like, you're not forced to go out. And so one of the things that really helps me, well, actually, any time of year, but especially the holidays, is to force ourselves to get out and to not get in that rut of, like, we're warm, it's cold outside, we want to go outside, it's windy. You know, like, if we just bundle up and go sled or go to a park or go ice skating, and then I say to the kids, like, when we come home, we can, like, make homemade hot chocolate, and they get all excited. Oh, you know what we do now, by the way, for the homemade hot chocolate? This is the best tip you okay. guys. What do you this do? This is my Martha tip, okay. my one Instagram tip. Okay. I should do this on Cool Mom Eats. We use the little um, steamer attachment from our um, coffee maker, and we make the steamed milk That's awesome. right there. So it's all like frothy and latte-ish, and then add the cocoa in there. That is brilliant. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That is a Cool Mom Eats post right there, my friend. Yeah, I think Seriously. I should do that. Because it's like, it's super cool, and it feels like a little uh, European with the frothiness. And, you know, I didn't want to have to wait to like heat the milk in a sauce 
pan. And so I did it that way. And now my kids love it. So when we go out, there's the promise of like coming home to like, oh, we'll make hot cocoa or oh, we'll bake or whatever. Like it's kind of a nice bribe to get them out and get them back again. I know my kids this this past week or whatever, we had that bunch of snow that was seemingly unexpected. I think people didn't think oh, it was going to be that much. And then all of a sudden, you know, my kids were so excited. It's fun. It gets me in the mood for winter and the holidays when I see them getting excited about snow because like I don't love snow. I feel like it's as an adult, it's just not as fun. You've got to drive in it. You've got to shovel it. And so to see them so excited and that we're the same when they come inside, it's like a tradition. They're like, can we make hot chocolate? And I'm like, yes, you can go grab the milk, dump it in the pan. We don't have the fancy steamer. Those so things are special. Like we've talked about this before, how kids remember the donut and not the hole. And like they don't remember all the times you weren't together, all the times you were busy before the holidays or in general, they'll remember it. Yeah. But what really stands out in their mind is like, oh, yeah, every holiday we used to do this tradition or we used to make cookies for Santa or we used to decorate the door, like whatever like little thing you do that becomes part of your family tradition. I think that's really special. And that helps me feel good about having the time off with my kids. And to me, that is making the most of it. It's not about like doing something every day or being out of the house at eight every single day so that we can like yeah, go sledding no, one no, no. day and go skating the next day. And like, it's not about doing everything. I think it's just about doing little things that matter. Absolutely. Taking those moments and making them memorable. Even beyond our own kids, yes. for us, it's really important to reconnect with family and friends beyond social media. You know, we talked recently about that lovely card that your daughter made for my daughter yes. and sent to her like a little handwritten card like I know. gave her so much joy because who gets a card? No one. And it was really nice. And I know we're all sending out holiday cards and that's lovely. But I think just to get a phone call, like I have an aunt who does not do social media. She's not on Facebook and she doesn't have email, Kristen. What? I know. So you have to call her. Yes. Does she text even? No, she, she calls me every year on New Year's. Oh. She calls and wishes me a happy New Year. And I think it's so awesome. Yeah, that is. Like, I kind of forget. And then every year I'm so surprised like to hear from her. And it's such a treat because we don't do that that much anymore. And in fact, in my family, ever since I went away to college, like it's been a tradition that I would call my dad right at midnight. I call my mom right at midnight, wake her up. I still do it. <laughs> I think so, that's awesome. I love that. You know, yeah. I forget forget, maybe it was last year, it might have been for Mother's Day, I don't remember, but I might do it this year, is that I sent cards to all of my mom friends. You did. I didn't buy them anything. I didn't do anything super big, even though, you know, in my heart I wanted to, but I just sent them a handwritten card to say thank you and, and just tell them how awesome they are. And I think because we're so digitally connected these days, that a gesture like that goes such a long way. Because it's so unexpected. It, well, I remember you did it for me, and I know I cry at the drop of a hat, especially over the holidays. Uh, but that was like really like, <gasps> but oh, it's nice, like a mom right? acknowledging like all the stuff that you yes. do as a mom is a really cool thing. So I think like those little moments, and again, I get it. I'm busy. I'm the person that orders holiday cards every year and then doesn't send them. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I didn't have the time to address them, and now I have a hundred holiday cards here. So I get it. Like we get busy, and there's a lot of pressure to do a lot of things. But even just set aside like ten minutes, like literally set an alarm and say, I'm going to call three people in 10 minutes. So then you've got a timeline. You can get off after three minutes. You say, I have to make another call. Yeah. And it, you'll just feel really good. Go through your friends list on Facebook. Look at those people that you haven't seen because the algorithm stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, I forgot they were alive. And go give them a call. I love that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do this year. Merry Christmas. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else do we have here? Okay. There is one more thing. Yeah. I think taking time for yourself is really Amen. important. Amen. I'm because with you Because we've this. been talking a lot here about things to do for your kids with your kids to make memories yeah, for your kids your and like that's good yes. I mean that's like what we live for it's awesome but totally. we have to live for ourselves also we do. and I think we put 
ourselves last this time of year big time. So like if you treat yourself to a sitter for a night out with like no responsibility, like not even a date night, it can be a girl's night. You know what is fun sometimes once in a while? Like, if I can get out by myself and go to a movie by myself at night, I actually really enjoy that now. I know. That's your treat. You're a movie person. I am am not, but you are. And I think that's awesome. Whatever your thing is, find your thing and then allow yourself to do that and not feel selfish about it. It might even be like sitting in your favorite coffee place for two hours Yes. someone else is occupying the kids with a buck unplugged and just having like a big latte all to yourself with extra vanilla. Or for a lot of people, it's like getting a pedicure or, you know, if all you can do is lock yourself in the bathroom and put in really good salts in the bathtub oh, and that's amazing. make your own like little quiet time, put yes. on some music, like just like schedule it in. If you yeah. schedule it in, you'll do it. Otherwise, we really do put ourselves last and it doesn't get done. No, it doesn't. And I think we can think of so many other things to do, you know, and I love the idea too. It's not, this is not just yourself, but if you have a partner or a spouse fit in a date night, right? Because the holidays are crazy mm-hmm. and it's important to do that. I mean, we're kind of double dipping my partner and I and probably going to make our date nights the holiday parties for work. <laughs> but still, like it's nice to get dressed up, get a babysitter, go out, spend that time together because because it's so easy, especially when we're juggling schedules and work and all of those things to not take time for each other. So just putting that out there. It's important. Yeah. Plus, there's just something about putting on like a little glimmer stick over your yeah. eye and like doing the extra long eyelashes. I don't know. You kind of like wear it, then you start to be it. You're like, I feel glam. I feel awesome. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think these are really good ideas. I'm already inspired. I'm feeling a little extra holiday motivated now. Yeah. And really, I know we've said this a lot, but I want to say this again for our listeners. This is not about doing every single one of these things. No. Please don't think that we are trying to like make you feel any more pressured to like do more stuff than you already feel like you have to do. You know, we've talked about this before, but it's about mindfulness and being present and just making the time to do little things, not big things. It does not mean plan out every single day of your holidays so that every single waking minute is filled with joy and treats and surprises and fabulousness. I think it's, in fact, making sure every waking minute is not so that you can enjoy those little moments and not worry about the big stuff all the time. What a great way to end. Thank you for that. Well, you know, if our listeners have questions or comments, we're easy to find. Spawned at coolmompics.com. You can hit us up on Twitter. Use the hashtag show. We would love to hear your ideas on how to take it easy and enjoy more time with family, spouses, and whoever else that you really feel like needs your attention this holiday. Including yourself. Yes, including you. Hit us up. We would love to hear from you. All right, Liz. You know what time it is, right? It's time for... Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! Cool, cool Picks, picks of, of the, the week. week! And especially around the holidays, I feel like a lot of pressure, you know, Kristen? Like well, yes. Have like extra cool stuff because it's the holidays and we I only know. have a few episodes in which we can like plug all the cool stuff that we like. (laughs) You know, if people don't know already, if you're a new listener and you haven't heard us, we do a big holiday gift guide. People know us. People email us and say, hey, when is your gift guide coming out? Because we need to shop and we love your gift guide. So that actually happens. I know. Well, it's out now (laughs) on all of our sites. We have gift guides on Cool Mom Eats, Cool Mom Doug, Cool Mom Picks for like literally everybody on your list in every price range. And if I do say so, I think that it's really extra cool this year. Uh, There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Yes, it is. 
So that aside, we've got that. But we even have, just because we love you so much, listeners, we have more picks Woo-hoo. for you. So Liz, what's your pick of the week here? So this one actually is in the gift guide because oh. I love it so much. Okay. Do you know about Penzi's Spices? We have a bunch. We love Penzi. We love them. So I've known them yes. for years and years just because they're like the most awesome, like true gourmets kind of know them. They're like this hidden secret, P-E-N-Z-E-Y, Penzi's. But they also happen to have like really big hearts and they donate money to like good charities and they write really sweet Facebook posts about how we all need to get along and love each other and how there's connectiveness through food and love and baking. And I totally dig that. So I'm always looking for ways to include them in our holiday guide. Well, guess what I found this year? They have these wonderful, they're called minis, where they have these little gift boxes of four mini spices and they're under $15. Get out. That's great. It's a great gift. And there's one that says like kind on the box. There's one that says soul on the box. Like they have all different themes. Yeah. Um, But one of the ones I really like, they have one just for baking, oh, which is so perfect for this time of year. That is great. So it's a great gift for like a mother-in-law, a grandmother, a neighbor, like your dry cleaner, like whoever you have to get kind of small gifts for and do something really thoughtful. And it has like, I think, ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, like, you know, holiday-ish spices for bakers. And it's so perfect and it smells delicious. And I love this company. And you could find it at penzies.com or on our gift guides. Awesome. Okay, so mine is gifty too. And I gifted it to yeah. myself recently. So if you're looking for an amazing laptop backpack. I am. Okay. So I know you're not a backpack person though, but I have to say the Bartel, it's B-A-R-T-A-I-L-E, the Bartel bag, it completely converted me to a backpack person. I have never in my life, other than like when I was in college. I'm looking at it right now online. It is nice fantastic. Looking. So they're like kind of sleek and Yeah, they have double handles. Yeah, you can carry it. So it's not like a backpack or you can carry it as a backpack. It's great for laptops. So here's the story. When they first launched like a few years ago, they kindly gifted me one of their bags and I instantly fell in love with it, featured it on Cool Mom Tech. It had a couple of issues. And so I was like, oh no. So I sent it back to them. They fixed whatever it was. They sent it back to me. Really? That bag has lasted for three years. And in fact, it was still in great condition. But I was like, you know what? I kind of need a change. So I splurged and got one for myself. I got the green nylon one. I'm looking at it right now. I love it. I love it. It's not as roomy as the canvas one. I had the canvas one and I I felt like the canvas one had more room. It had kind of more give. Mm -hmm. The nylon one is definitely more sleek. But here's the funny story is that my mom saw the bag when she was over last week and she's like, so what did you do with the other one? (laughs) And I was like, "Um, would you like it? And she was like, yeah. So that bag. Someone's got a re-gifted Christmas I re-gifted it to her. I was like, Merry Christmas. It was still in great condition. I used that bag every single day, every trip, everywhere I went, I carried that bag and it held up for three years. So all I'm I know, is, I've seen it. Now that you're pointing it out, I'm like, oh, that's her bag. Yeah, that's my bag. It's so really anyway, nice looking. It's really awesome. It's definitely on the splurgy side, but I have to say it has lasted for a really long time. And every person that sees it, I'm not kidding, is like, what bag is that? It's really, it's funny. I should be you like. You should get a commission. I man. know, man. I'm like, it's a Bartel bag. And no one's really heard of them. I love that they're like a small company. They're under $200. Yeah, but yeah. also, look, if you're protecting like a $2,000 laptop. This is true. Like, you know. This is true. Like, Spend a little on a good laptop. This bag. is true. So anyway, that's my cool pick. And of course, we will link everything up that we've talked about, all of our cool picks over on coolmompicks.com. 
All right, Liz. Well, that's another episode of Spawn. What do you think? I know. I'm actually feeling like really chill. Like yeah. sometimes we're kind of like hyper and giggly and stuff at the end of our episodes. I'm actually <laughs> feeling like sort of chill right now. Like I'm feeling kind of in a good, yeah. in a good groove. So well, we hope yeah. listeners are too. And thanks so much for joining us for this episode. Huge thanks to our engineer John Bowen. And a huge thanks to our sponsor MilkLife.com. You can go and check out recipes and ideas, and I don't know, maybe they can like help us solve the whole um, milk for reindeer debate. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe they know. can. We'll have to see what Milk has to say about reindeer, whether they take a stance on that or that's like too powerful. I don't know. We'll have to find out. And hey, we love hearing from all of you guys too. Yes. So feel free to hit us up. Spawned at coolmompics.com on email. We're on Instagram at coolmompics. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Pinterest. We're basically everywhere you are, except in your home. Oh, but we're kind of there now too. Yeah. And if you're taking it easy, <laughs> just saying, if you're taking it easy right now on the holidays, here's what you can do though. Don't take it too easy because we would love to hear from you, number one, but we also would love to get a five-star review from you on iTunes. If you have a moment to do that, it would be amazing. Or if you're like, eh, that's a little too much effort. One thing you could do is subscribe to our podcast. That's just a click. In fact, you can do it right now while you're listening to us ramble on. You can also download and save our episodes to your phone. So if you're like in the boonies driving to your in-law's house and there is no cellular or Wi-Fi, you can still to the wise Kristen. listen to Spond. You can still listen Very to smart. Us. See? It's like a little gift to us also, and it doesn't cost you anything. Exactly. You could use more of those this holiday. Indeed. Well, thanks for listening to Spond. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.